0: Been crazy with like the pandemic and all but it is your boy Robert right and we are back at the movies yes that's another RoboWriter review and our first review back post pandemic craziness is Spiral from the Book of Saul yeah I'm a big fan of the Saul series I mean I like the movies they got a little wonky toward the end they first one the original one is the best one we all know that and then they get kind of crazy the sequels are okay and then you get like four five, six, seven, and it just gets insane and it starts to get convoluted and it gets crazy but i did have a chance uh over the last couple of days to go see spiral which is kind of a it's an it's an add-on it's not like a direct sequel to the rest of them it's like a new story which is kind of cool if they're going to have uh, some type of anthology series with this where they can have a different uh, movie that relates back to the, the, the Saw mythos in some way every so often. I, I'll be down with that. Like We don't need any more Saw's and bring in that John Kramer and all that even though they, they have some callbacks to him, and I'll get to that in the review. But, I did see Spiral and I'm going to give you guys my thumbs up and my thumbs down as far as the movie goes, my grade And, uh, we will get into spoilers later on when I get into my, my, my thumbs down stuff. The things I didn't particularly care for in the, uh, (laughs) movie. But, uh, as far as the pros go, uh, first and foremost, uh, the first pro had to be Chris Rock. I mean, uh, he was funny. Although you can, you know, if you want to be honest, some of the jokes were hit or miss um some of them were hysterical and everybody in the theater where i was laughed some of them where i laughed and nobody else laughed that's kind of weird and then some where like none of us laughed and it's like all right i get the joke they're trying to make here but you know it's just not something that's going to make you laugh out loud but there was some comical moments he did add a different flavor to these movies which you don't get often which is kind of some comedic aspect to it where, alright, let's lighten up the mood. You've seen all these grisly murders, but you got this guy who is also cracking jokes while we go along on this mystery. So I thought Chris Rock was a really good, uh, aspect of it. One of the big thumbs up. Um, my next thumbs up is, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He rarely gives a bad performance. He may be in bad movies, but he really gives a bad performance. He was good. Uh, he played. Marcus Banks which was Zeke Banks Chris Rock's dad in the movie uh former uh chief of police in this fictional town or whatever and he he has kind of like a falling out with uh the, the Chris Rock character and even though he's like his landlord and they live on top of each other he, they're not really talking to each other like that but you know these murders start up and then they have to they he wants to help uh, Zeke, Chris Rock, uh, fix you know, or solve these crimes. But, uh, you know, there's also some issues with that. Uh, also, uh, another one of my thumbs up is the kills. I thought the kills were pretty elaborate. It was really some gruesome kills, some things that were. Interesting, some things that were kind of uh exciting to see and i always judge my kills on whether or not you got something that's gonna make me kind of and i know it's a violation don't kill me don't kill me out there youtube i know it's a violation that you kind of mm, you kind of uh, i I'm probably should look at that you kind of went away and whatnot but uh they had something like that would you kind of slog your way through it and see it through because it's pretty good the makeup effects and how things were they were one the, the first one is a guy who has his tongue, uh, stuck in like a vice grip. And the only way to escape this grip, he's on a train track. And the only way to escape this grip before the train comes and smashes him to bit is to kick the ladder out from underneath him and use his body weight to rip his tongue out. And then he'll be free. Of course, he doesn't, um, and this becomes a theme in the movie for some reason that he doesn't get away in time. He goes to do it like he, he chooses, you know, live or die, as, you know, John Kramer would say. He does, too, to try to make himself live, but uh, essentially he's too late also. so But it is really gruesome when they, once you see him get splattered by the train and then when you see uh, the, his remnants, what's what's left of him, it is pretty cool. Um, so the kills are another one of my big pros. Uh, I love the Easter eggs, too. That was one of the things I like. I love being able to watch a movie and catch something that other people might not have caught. Uh, and then you watch reviews and see who, who, who saw what. But I loved a lot of the Easter eggs. Um, you had callbacks to, uh, Chris Rock's career. He made a mention in New Jack City when he was, uh, pretending to, uh, be a drug addict so he can get some evidence that would lead him to, you know, solve the, the jigsaw like murders. So, uh, that was cool. He said, um, look at this place. It's like New Jack City in the reference to the way, They were doing their drug thing was kind of like, you know, how they did it in the Carter in the movie New Jack City. Also, one thing I saw that a lot of you might have missed is that uh, there's a scene later on in the movie. We'll we'll get into that as far as like the plot goes and some of the contrivances and stuff that don't make no damn sense. But there's a scene that takes place in the cold case room in the bottom of the police precinct. And that cold case room has a safe on it almost like a, a keypad combination safe, uh door lock. And the door and the lock, it said, is made by Vincent and Jules. And if anybody knows their movies, Vincent and Jules are the two hitmen from Pulp Fiction, Jules of which was played by Samuel L. Jackson. So I thought that was pretty clever. I actually liked that. I, I, I thought that was a clever. I like little things like that, little Easter eggs, little things that, you know, uh, can get you into... Uh, thinking about other movies, thinking about uh, how much time, you know, like the director or the writers took, or even just the um, the set production and stuff like that. Just they're like, hey, we can throw this little thing in there. So I thought that was clean. So like I said, my big uh, thumbs up are Chris Rock. I thought he was funny. He kind of held the movie together. He kept it so you weren't like bored. There wasn't a point where like I got tired or wanted to fall asleep or anything like that. So kudos to Chris Rock for that uh Samuel jackson kills and like everything he does the smart ass remarks and he threw an mfer in there you know as he's known to do and the kills i like the kills a lot um they were very gruesome like i said i like the first one with the the tongue thing they had another one with uh a guy whose fingers were attached to like these fully things and his whole thing was he was in a tub of water with a uh, copper wire hanging down and if he um a live copper wire, and if he didn't use the machine to rip his fingers off, then the water ri- the water would rise, and then he would get electrocuted. And that was a good one. That was gruesome to see his his fingers rip off. That was kind of cool. Uh, also, that scene in the in the damn uh, cold case room with the uh, captain of the police um, getting poured down on. Uh, with the uh wax that was kind of cool like that was kind of gruesome like and then the fact that nobody really got away like it's, it's a downer but it is a part of these song movies that are like a lot of times there's these traps that just are inescapable and they're made that way or the fact that even though these people did choose to try to save their lives they were just damn <laughs> that slow so I, i i did like those things those are my thumbs up but There are some thumbs down. Like the pacing in the movie, sometimes it did get slow and you did have Chris Rock there to kind of liven it up with a joke here and there or some type of comic relief or some type of, you know, his charisma and bringing a line, we're like, all right, I'm back into it. And then after that, then you can probably get another kill and then the movie would keep going and you're like, all right, I'm back interested. But the pacing... Like, it was a movie that wasn't that long, but it seemed like it was longer because you did have spots where you had to fill it with Chris Rock trying to make jokes and be funny and kind of keep the movie going. So, it made a movie that was maybe like an hour, 35, hour, 40 minutes. It seemed like it was like two hours or so. So, it seemed like you were there a minute. Uh, so, my second thumbs down was the formulaic plot. Like if you watch enough of these soft movies, you kind of saw what was happening. And this one, I'll get into spoilers. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, you get your red herrings like almost immediately as as it go as it concerns who the killer is. You get them immediately. You get Samuel Jackson immediately. Oh, he's got a riff with Chris Rock. Oh, he was. The captain before and there was a lot of corruption. Uh what's going on with that? Oh, he just went missing in the movie and nobody can find out where he is, we haven't seen him. Like you get all of that. Then you also immediately, you know, with these tropes in these movies, uh Chris Rock's character, um Zeke, he gets a new uh partner um named Will, and immediately uh red flags go, Will comes out of nowhere Uh, he's kind of, kind of being kind of shaky. He's doing shaky stuff. He's taking his, he's taking, uh, Zeke's phone and walking off with it and things like that. So you immediately suspect him. And then when they try to throw you off the, um, the trail of some of these red herrings, especially Will, uh, they don't do a really good job of it. Like they try to throw you off Will's case by having him, uh Supposedly get killed And be another victim of Jigsaw Although there's no actual As what they've shown you before in the movie Which is like flashbacks Of how the kill went down Because the cops are just finding the bodies And then they show a flashback of what the game was And how they got killed They didn't show you any real flashback Of Will being put in a game or anything like that All they show you is a hand Scraping a body And then there you go uh so and skinning the body then they find a body that's skinned alive and they just assume that it's uh detective shrink so there's that and then at the end when you know lo and behold it pops up and again spoiler alert it is detective shrink who's the killer and then when you put all the pieces together from the backstory the fact that this whole thing started in the police department with the the dirty cops because uh, Zeke Chris Rock's character he was a uh, when he was a, a younger cop he witnessed a cop kill somebody he uh told on that cop ratted so to speak and that cop got put in jail but lo and behold that cop that uh, victim's son was there present when this all happened and from that moment on apparently. He swear this vendetta. Although they say, like, he, he has a line in the movie where he's like, I've been, I've been waiting for this moment to work alongside you and be alongside you since I was 12 years old. Although the kid they show in the flashback looks well younger than 12 years old. That's neither here nor there. But then you start to put all the pieces together and you realize, um, what, uh, is going on and, you know, what happened and the whole story and all of that. Uh, the a lot of the stuff with again the red herrings not only did they not do a good job of like kind of putting them to the lee side to where you got it out your mind who could have been what they also gave a lot away in the trailer to my imagine like to me because you saw in the trailer if you saw the right trailer you saw um samuel jackson hanging up like this so there's no way no matter how crazy this would have turned out or flipped or how whatever twist they would have had, where he would have been the killer, so you knew immediately, even though they're trying to push you that way, that that's not the case because you've seen in the trailer him being in a trap, like like you 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 see that, so there there's no way to think that's the case. At least they they intimate that. I'm not sure if they show him in the trap he's in, but I know there's a trailer where he's hanging up, or it could be that it's um the the very last kill before Samuel Jackson and the finale and all that there's a, the guy that Chris Rock put away that killed the 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 guy's dad he, and he's hanging up with the bag over his head but if you don't know any better and you're watching the trailer you may assume that that's uh Samuel Jackson even then if you're assuming it then you're going into it thinking all right Samuel Jackson couldn't possibly be the killer or whatever so I thought that was kind of poorly done. You don't really get a full mystery. You kind of, you have your guys going into it. you think it might be, and then lo and behold, it is one of those guys. So, um, there wasn't really much to that. Uh, And then there were certain parts of the plot that weren't necessarily necessary. (laughs) Look at that. That that whole line wasn't necessary. (laughs) But there there were parts of the plot that weren't necessary. Like, there were flashbacks that kind of interspiced the movie and were the editing looked really bad because now you're editing the flashbacks, number one, that our our main character, Zeke, could not have been a part of because they show you him leaving the room, so there's no way he would know what happened after he left the room. And then also, some of them had pretty much nothing to do with what was going on or any some of making the the story any better. So it was like, why are we getting these flashbacks? Why do they keep cutting in and out of this? uh why are they doing these cuts like this like it, it really wasn't helping the movie so that being told you have my 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 thumbs up about the movie you got my things they get i gave a thumbs down to my overall grade of spiral from the book of soul is a c plus it's not quite a b minus not quite a b type movie it's a it, it's a high c movie where it's entertaining um you'll enjoy it if you're into the Saul thing and you're into the Saul franchise, you'll enjoy it. If you like Chris Rock, you'll enjoy it. But if you're looking for an actual like complete film that's like this enthralling thriller and murder mystery, that's not what it's going to be. It's pretty poor in that area. But it is a good sit down, get your popcorn. You want to be entertained by something and you're not going to want to fall asleep and you want to see some crazy, gruesome kills and that's your type of thing then you are going to like it i mean it it's simple as that it it feeds those needs so again my grade for spiral is a c plus i've been your boy rob with a writer remember to like comment and subscribe to the channel let me know what movies you want to do i'll also be doing classic movies on this show uh, some of our favorite movies i'll do those as well as well as whatever new movies i happen to see Gonna do a lot of the movies that are direct streaming, but also be going back to the movies I haven't. Since uh, this movie was the first movie I've been back in the theater for, for you know, since this whole pandemic thing started. So, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, comment down below in the comment section any movie you like me to, to look at, review, what I give thumbs up to, what I give thumbs down to, and my grade. And remember, I will see you in the theater.